You are now tuning to another episode of It's Real Serious. I've always wondered about a recording artist, what makes them stand out, and what about them catches the attention of talent scouts to help them with artistic development and branding as a whole. So today, I have Jessica Wilcox, who works within music management, who is going to give us some of her insight on the the behind-the-scenes tip of finding upcoming and established talent the way she goes about it. What's going on, Jessica? Hey, how you doing, Freddie? Doing good. Thank you for coming on here today. Let's go ahead and hop right into it. Um, What made you want to start working within this music industry? Let's see. Can I give you the background, I guess? Go ahead. All right. Well, I started in the industry, uh, I guess, at the tender age of 19. I was in a girl group, as a lot of people start. And um, I didn't really like the management and how they were doing stuff. So I went and started my own girl group. And it's funny because I ran into this manager the other day, and he was like, oh, Jessica, I haven't seen you in so long. How you doing? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I ended up starting my own girl group, and then my brother became our manager. And, um, you know, things happened with that within the girl group. And then I just decided I still love the music industry so much, and I love the creative process. So I started writing for other artists and always being in the studio and just always being submerged in the lifestyle. And then I decided I really love behind the scenes, so I just decided to go full force with that. Now, you said that you had a group that you was working with. Uh, the artists that you do work with, do you sometimes help them with your talents? Yeah, if we're in the studio, if it's a part of the writing process, or if I'm working with the singer and they need to hit a certain note, I still have those capabilities in order to tap in and help them, so that way I'm not just telling them what to do, I'm showing them how to do it. And within that music management realm, like what exactly do you do with these artists that you come about outside of that? Oh, what don't I do? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and just let us know, because you know I'm really interested in uh, behind the scenes of artists getting out their product and I just I'm really into the music music is a day-to-day routine for me so for somebody to blow up uh, I'm interested in those people that were working with him or her so just break down about what you what you do with the artist so because we're still like in the building stages with a lot of artists I'm kind of like they're everything maybe it's the manager or the A&R or even it comes down to like the stylist um when we're in the studio, you're just helping them with the creative process if it's necessary. With the A&R work, you're putting them with other producers, other writers, other artists. Even when it comes to the management, making the phone calls for them. Uh, making sure everything is lined up perfectly when it comes to, say, we're going to do a show or dealing with promoters or getting flights booked. Like, you're you're literally the everything, the end all. Kind of like Big Sister in a sense. Whatever you need from Big Sister, call her and make sure she can get it done. Okay, that's dope. Now, there's a lot of artists out here trying to get a big break and uh, trying to get their music on a global scale. To you, what makes the artist stand out and what makes you want to work with them? For me, I see something that it's like, can I relate to the artist in any way, shape, or form? Would I play this music while I'm getting ready? Would I play this music if I'm sad, if I'm happy? Can I relate to anything? Whether it's even the way they look, is it relatable in any way, shape, or form? Then I'm going to want to tune in or tap in with them. Sometimes it's even the tone of their voice that's going to make me say, hmm, maybe if we get them with a good writer or a good producer, because that's part of an instrument, their voice, then we can take them to the next level. A lot of times people just 
see what they look like. Can we make can we make you a brand based of how you look? Because a lot of these female rappers that are coming up, not to discredit any of them, but a lot of them have a certain look. Mm-hmm. So they're selling sex, right? Of course. So a lot of the labels are like, okay, well, she looks good. We can get a writer and get her in with a good producer. We can make her a star. Mm. But for me, I'm looking for more of like the artistic side. Now that you you did mention like some of these artists, you know they're big off just looks alone. Mm-hmm. Now, if an artist doesn't have that writer's muscle, do you do you guys as a whole do you guys pitch them that we can write for you, or do you guys find other writers that can work for them so that it could just be as a unit as they go about? Now, artists are very sensitive about their art, right? So you just have to be able to talk to them in a way that they can understand the whole process, like. You don't want to discredit their writing. So you'd have to just come at them in a way like, you know what, we can put you with other people who can bring this out of you even more. Of course we want to tell them, like, your writing sucks. We need to get you in the studio with people who can. <laughs> Straight to the point. <laughs> yeah, that's how I am. I'm very direct. So sometimes it's you a gift be. and it's a curse. But it's just all in the way that you tell the person, hey, let's get you in the studio with this person. And then once you see how they work together, then it just flows. It's not really like you telling them, we're going to have this person write for you. That person will bring it out of them even more if they're that good as a writer. Now, as a stand-up comedian, Mm -hmm. you have to write your own jokes. So And make people laugh. And make people laugh. Yes. So with me, if you are good writing with the pen and you want to translate it into a musical form... How does somebody that has no musical experience want to start writing for musical artists, even though they're coming from a different genre? You can get someone who's really good at melodies, and then they can help you kind of like transfer the words to the melody, if that makes any sense. Okay. Now, what about the connection? Like, is there writing camps that you can go to? Absolutely. How, how does somebody like me or anybody else that wants to write for people, do you just have to be in the studio? Is there like a certain place where you can go about to start reaching out to artists and already have songs written now? How does that go about? Sometimes it's good to know, I would even say like A&Rs that are always in the studio with these artists so you can come and you can soak up game while they're even working. And um, a lot of times they don't really want you to add to their process but as long as you're building relationships because that's what this whole business is based upon you build a relationship with them and um you can even go to writer shops because a lot of A&Rs hold them for their artists so like the writers workshops they just have to let you know if they're going to hold it and then they invite you and you come and you just start writing and for the writers workshop is it an expensive thing or is there <laughs> no because some of them are okay. actually free oh okay you're just invited to do it and sometimes like uh labels have them because they're looking for hits for their artists. What ones do you know off top? Is there a certain location where you go to? Are they in ATL or where do you go? I've been to one in Atlanta where um, they were doing one for an artist. And it's a big artist. And at the time, I mean, it was pretty crazy to witness. They had two rooms. And they were just going back and forth, just bouncing off each other with these top producers. Making beats right then and there. And the writer's like, oh, pull that one up. I want to start writing this. They hop up in the booth and they just start rapping or singing. And I was like, this creative process is insane. Like, I really fell in love with it. Now, when you're in the studio with that particular artist, are you in there with the producer, the writer? Or does it just depend on the artist? Does the artist know what he needs or what she needs in the studio to make a hit? It depends on what artist we're talking about. Because there's a lot of artists out that don't even have hits. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm not even trying to be mean. It's yeah. just a fact. Mm-hmm. 
So if you're with the artist that knows how to create a hit, like I just saw, uh, did you see the Drake interview? I saw the Drake interview. So you see that he was saying he had to come back home. He had to uh-huh. get back in his element on he knew how to make the hits when he was back home in Toronto, when he was around his people and he had his engineer, his producer. So if you're that type of artist that you don't have to be on this big label um, puts you in the studio and then you're just surrounded with like, I have to make hits with these people who are signed. Sometimes it's not like that. You know your creative process. So you know, sometimes I just need my little weed or I need my little wine and I'm in this room and I'm locked in with this producer and this engineer and we're going to knock this out and boom, we have a hit. And I'm glad you mentioned Drake because Drake is one of the biggest artists of our decade and I feel like he will be of the next decade. What do you think about Drake makes him stand up from the rest? Why do you think he's able to make hit after hit? Because there's a lot of artists right now that are rapping and singing, Mm -hmm. but Drake seems to be one of the top three or five or however you want to do it on your own scale. I'm not trying to be biased, but Drake is my favorite, one of my favorites. There you go. There you go. I think because, like I said, he's relatable. He's talking about stuff that you might be going through. And a lot of guys don't really like to express it. But if a female can hear how a guy would express what he wants to say, we're tuning in. Mm -hmm. And guys, because you won't express it, you're listening to it like, dang, I do feel like that. So... He's just talking about stuff that we actually want to hear, not just doing drugs and getting money. He's not just promoting how to have a huge downfall. Outside of Drake, what other artists do you think that are on his level or will be on his level? Because there's a lot of rappers, singers that I'm listening to right now, but I want to hear your perspective. Mm. I like Tory Lanez. I love Tory Lanez as well. I like I like what he did with his last tape too. How Drake's he kind of gave you like a nostalgic feel of everything that we kind of grew up on when it came to T Pain, Ashanti, Fab, mm. Jagged Edge, like. I was listening to that last night when I was doing my <laughs> my vision board. Your vision board, okay. Uh, let's see who else would be. So we're talking about like the singing rapper, and rapper singing. For upcoming? Upcoming and established. Who do you think that will be one of the greats? Wow. I have I have a, a huge list. I don't even know let's if I say, can answer let's that. Let's say at least five. Because a lot of people are doing that melody rap, Roddy Rich. I really like Roddy Rich. You know why? Do. I like him because he's young and he has his own sound. He kind of sounds like what Lil Durk was doing, but Lil he Durk, took yeah. his own lane with it. And okay. I re- I love that he's from California, so uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's, that's so right off the bat. So we got Tori, we got Roddy. Yeah, let's see. You know, now I got to look at my phone because I listen okay. to so much music all the time. I know. And that's a, that's why and I brought you on here. because That's why I brought you on here because I, I know you're really big on music. You know who I really like? Don Tolliver. See, this is somebody that I'm not familiar with. That's perfect. That's Don somebody Tyler. that I can add to my arsenal. So you ever heard of, like, you know Travis Scott's song, You Can't Sing Smoking on it. That's Don Tolliver okay. singing that, right? Don Tolliver. Yes, he's really dope. He actually came out with the tape. I think I heard it uh, when I was in Atlanta maybe yeah. a year or two ago. I okay. don't really know the time frame. And I was like, yo, this is the guy that sees the hook on Travis Scott. Mm. And we just went crazy in the car. And ever since then, I've been following him. Don Tolliver. So you feel like he'll be one of the I one think of the so ones? For, I, I really like him. I like his pen. Um, he's really dope to me. That's he, it for right for now? Up and coming, I don't know. Okay. I, I, for up and coming right now, that's all I could think of. But, you know, I'm always loving Party. Okay. Party Next Door is one of my favorites uh-huh. in general. Like, his pen is crazy. His voice is dope. He's still singing about stuff that we can relate to as well. Now, for the people that you work with, what are some of the artists that you work with within your group mm-hmm. that you think and believe in that I think will be one of the great ones. We have an artist named Inno, who's actually originally from New Orleans and came to California after Hurricane Katrina. So he really has a story, you know, and his uh, his pen is crazy. His voice is dope. He's uh, 
actually very established as an artist. He came up with uh, Hit Boy at the time when they were doing like HS87 and everything. He was working with Audio Push. So um, he's somebody that you definitely should be looking out for really soon. We have a lot of things coming up with him. And I'll definitely check him out. Any woman so far or you just... Uh, women at the moment, we're still trying to actually get them on the camp. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's the main artist right now, or is there any other ones that you want to mention, but, or is that the main guy that you guys are... Main guy right now. Main guy. Okay. As somebody working within this industry, I'm sure that you have artists that you want to work with that you haven't come across with. Do you want to name a few that you would love to work with and try to help their brand a little bit more? I don't even want to help they brown. I just want to be a part of it. You just want to be and a help, part of if, it. If, if it's helping it because I'm a part of it, heck yeah. But like I said, one of my favorites, uh, <laughs> Drake. Drake. Man, this this man is amazing. I would love to even work with Cardi. Of course, everyone wants to work with Beyonce in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> Period. She's Everybody a, wants she's to work a with legend. Beyonce. She's a brand within herself. Uh-huh. She became a household name. And I think she she just brought like woman power to the next level. You know what I'm saying? She came from a group and then was a standout performer and then took took it to the next level. Decades. Yes. Destiny's Child. She's doing Pepsi commercials. The she's doing old Destiny tours. Child, first the new Destiny to, Child. Woo, she's okay. still doing her thing. Yeah, first black woman to uh, headline Coachella. Okay. We named it Baychella. Come on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Any female rappers outside of Cardi that you think are coming up right now? Because it's getting really popular uh, for, a woman to make, for a woman to make music in the rap form. Yes, um, Rhapsody is really dope. Rhapsody. Um, there's an artist that I like. She has a song with Russ. Russ I, I is dope. Up, oh, it's getting nasty. Russ about to drop something at the end of this month. Bia, I like Bia. I like her flow. Okay, yeah, Bia and that Russ track yeah, is fire. I really like her flow, and it, I heard about her before, but I really heard heard of her when that song dropped, and her. Verse is my favorite part. And this is just song. a sidebar. Uh, I like Russ because he does shout out the Nigerians a lot. I don't okay. know. Yeah, I've been listening to a few tracks of his. He's always talking about Nigerian food. So I don't know who he's hanging out with in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> she, she laughed. <laughs> he must be around a lot of Nigerians in Atlanta because this man loves to give us shout outs. So Bia, Rhapsody. Um, how about Young and May? I like, I like Young and May. I really like Young and May on freestyles. I think freestyles is I think freestyling is a whole different talent outside of rapping. Yeah, that's something like yeah, I, I, I can't do. You have to think at the top of your head. Think at the it's like And then hit punchlines. Improv for music. Oof. So I've been saying this on Twitter. I wanna go on Funk Master Flex and spit some bars. You do. I really do. You know, okay. <laughs> I really I really do. That's like that's like one it's of not my nice. uh, that's like one of my uh, things on my bucket list. I just like the energy when a rapper goes up there. Like I watch Meek Mills. Yes. I've watched uh, Tory Lanez. I just like seeing people come up with clever stuff. Or even if it's already, even if they already knew what they was going to say, but it still sounds like a freestyle, I just like that. So. Good Hopefully. luck. <laughs> she said, she said, good luck. Go prepare. Oh, you know this, is good, this, is, this is a good topic. How do you feel about comedians making music? Oh, oh, you talking about with Lil Duval and everything Lil Duval. going on? See, the thing with me is I think, you know, Jamie Foxx, triple threat. Yeah. Childish Gambino, triple threat. Yep. I feel like there's some people that can do it, but then there's some people that they say that they can't take serious. What do you think makes uh, a comedian able to cross over with music and make it a hit? 
Well, as long as you're not trying to make it gimmicky, because like we say, like people take their art very seriously. You heard Erica Badu, I'm sensitive about my shit. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're not trying to be perceived as like a, a joke and you're actually showing people that this is your craft that you take seriously, there's not going to be any doubt in anyone's mind to take it seriously. You okay. just have to, you know, you have to show that this is your job. You're, you're taking this not with like, you're not taking it lightheartedly at all. Because that's how we were able to take a lot of them seriously. Jamie Foxx, actually has talent. I've met him and talked to him a couple Jamie. of times. That's a nice guy. I was calling him yeah. Uncle Jamie. Like I'm inspired by Jamie. Man, but that man has talent. <laughs> that man has talent. You know, so <laughs> talent is talent. You yeah. can't deny it if that's can, what it is. You cannot deny talent. So for somebody that's coming up, which, you know, a lot of people are rapping. Everybody's rapping. Everybody rapping. Everybody singing. Your uncle. Yep. Your aunt. Mm-hmm. Your cousin. Cousin. Everybody rapping. Your play cousin. Everybody trying to hey, get... take this mixtape, you know, Yeah, check that mixtape. Everybody trying to get their music out there. Uh, I was on Instagram the other day. Now they're doing sponsored posts. Oh, yeah. They've been doing that. Yeah, but I'm seeing them more aggressively now. You can pay for it. You can 2020, people coming aggressive with that. They saved that money in 2019. We're going to put it towards Instagram sponsored, ads. Sponsored. People <laughs> trying to rap out here. Yeah. Now, for somebody that's trying to get their music out there, what do you think is the best way for an artist to get their name out there going on year by year? Okay, so you have to be able to figure out how to create yourself as a brand. And so with that, uh, one of my good friends is actually the SVP over at Spinrilla, which is a music platform. And you can put your tape up for free. Nice. You can have that free advertisement. You can come down there, fly out, have an interview with them. They're going to do whatever they can to take you to the next level as long as you can take yourself to that level. You have the talent, let's broadcast it. And they're really big on new talent. His name is actually Jamil Hunter. Jamil Hunter. And he's one of my mentors. Uh, Great guy. Great team that they have over there. Got to have mentors. Yeah. Um, that's a good platform. Put your stuff out on every platform, Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music. Um, promote yourself. Why do people get mad? Well, not mad, but, <laughs> but. SoundCloud. Why did, why did they make it seem as if that's like the most one where rappers go to? Because a lot of people got found off of SoundCloud because you couldn't really put your music up on um, other platforms without, you know, kind of having to like pay at one point. So you saying they're getting mad because they're getting found on SoundCloud? Well, it's not that they're getting mad, but they like, well, social media, they they make it seem like, oh, like they're not real rappers. all rappers, they go to SoundCloud. It's like, where else? Because a lot of people don't know of the other platforms or how to even put it up, but that's an easy download. Let and me just go on and put it on SoundCloud and everybody can listen to it. And me, I used to steal everybody's music off SoundCloud because mm. I'm like, I, I can't find out anything else. So it was a good platform for me. But now it's like, you can put your stuff on anything. I've seen terrible rappers have stuff on iTunes. And I'm like, <laughs> how did you get it on here? But they're on there. But there's the thing. Terrible rappers still get signed. Listen, you don't want me to start naming. But yeah, you're absolutely right. They do get signed, but so they're not what, signed for longevity. They're not signed for longevity. But what is it about that terrible rapper that you think that makes them get signed? Is it the look? Or what is it? Because I'm still trying to figure that out myself. You know, I think we're both still trying to figure it out. Because yeah. a lot of people, I get this question a lot. How come this person made it and I mm-hmm. didn't? Honestly, I don't know. You never know what's going to take off. You never know what's going to be a hit until it's a hit. Until it takes off. So that's kind of something that's like... <laughs> no one really has the answer to that because I've asked execs that and they're like, sometimes you know a hit's just a hit. Now, would you prefer, like within your group, would you prefer the artist drop strong hits at a time or albums? Which one is going to be the hook? 
for a personal standpoint, I'd, I'd rather have the bigger body of art. Bigger body of art, okay. Yes, because guess what? You can always go back to that. A hit, sometimes with radio, they play <laughs> I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't listened to the radio in years unless I'm in someone else's car and I can't control it. But with a great body of art, you can always go back to and pick that favorite song of that month or you can remember where you were when you first heard that song. With the hit, it gets played out because the radio is going to play it, what, maybe 100 times that day? Just on that station alone. So you're going to get tired of hearing that. And you're just going to be like, oh, okay, I'm tired of that song. <laughs> so, but, you know, for upcoming artists, I think you need to have those hits first. And then later on, you can show people the great bodies of art that you're doing. Because you're just dropping singles until you drop that great album. And sometimes it takes a while because some people can make a hit, but they can't make a great body of art. <laughs> You know, okay. and that's if we can name a lot of artists that I'm not gonna do it on we here because sure I might can. need to work. Yeah, with them. yeah, you, but, yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of them can't make a good body of art, a good work of body of art. Is that the best way to say it? Yeah. If you go to their album, you're like, yeah. mm, I only like three songs. Okay. And they were all the ones that they dropped on the radio. Yeah, I feel okay. it. Now, with stand up comedy, mm -hmm. you never have to retire. Material gets better with age. Ooh. For rap. There's this, uh, not to say you have to stop at a certain age, but there, there's upcoming rappers day by day. Somebody's always taking off at whatever moment. Mm -hmm. How does a rapper, not talking about singers, how does a rapper keep longevity past 40? Somebody like Jay-Z, I think Drake will be one of those. How does a rapper keep longevity past 40? We need to bring Snoop Dogg in for that. Because um, <laughs> Snoop has reinvented himself time and time again. And guess what? Anytime he's dropping something, whether he's a feature, you're still like, dang, Snoop still got it. Uncle Snoop still got it. Still got Rick it. Rick Ross got it too. That's the line. Still got it. Still got it. <laughs> so I say you're just able to um, not even flow with the times, but reinvent yourself in a way that it's not, like we said, gimmicky. It's a way that's still relatable and you're still being yourself and you're still tapping into what's going on around you. I think that's the best way to do it. Okay. As long as it's still tapping in with the kids as like coming up, because you want to still show love and give them gems, even if people weren't doing that to you. So what? Break that generational curse in the music industry and help others. Like if you were in that same position, you uh -huh. see them going down that road, pull them out of that as quickly as you can. And I'm glad that you said uh, reinvention. I think it's important for any artist to reinvent themselves as they go. Mm -hmm. You know, people's attention span is real. It's like, yeah, it's like that. Like, Young Thug. Oh, I like Young the Thug. The reason why I like Young Thug is because he has a certain voice. He has a certain cadence you're not going to hear everywhere else. Mm -hmm. It's not like all these, not to say, you know, trap music, but, you know, there's a lot of the same sound within the same of these artists. So when a new artist comes on the scene, I like the fact that they, you know, maybe they can bend their vocals a little bit or somebody like Tory Lanez. Mm -hmm. Tory Lanez, you, if you listen to one of his projects, you're going to hear a lot of vocal lengths going up and down. And I like yeah, stuff like... Yeah, they're trying to sing. Yeah, yeah I like, like stuff like that. <laughs> Do you think somebody can learn how to sing if they're already able to carry a tone? Absolutely. And it's not really... Okay, what are we talking about? Singing or singing? Because it's, it's too different. Singing without auto-tune. Just... Uh, T-Pain has a good voice without auto-tune. No, T-Pain can sing. Yeah, That's without the difference, though. He can, he can sing. But Did I'm, you see him on that show? Oh, I know yeah. I'm getting off track, but... Yeah, no, no, no. And I knew it was him the whole time. I was yeah. like, why don't you put me on here so I can tell y'all it's T-Pain? Yeah, T-Pain is the perfect example of somebody... Because I know attitude is big right now. Because people like to bend their voice with it. But yeah. I'm saying somebody that can carry a tone. Mm -hmm. And they was like, oh, maybe I want to try singing. Do you think 
taking vocal lessons, is that something that anybody could do? Or do you just have that natural thing of, you know, I have a voice, I have a solid voice right now, but I want to, you know, strengthen it. I mean, some people really have a good tone and maybe they can help enhance it, but I don't know if they'd be able to put out a singing album Mm. just because they can hold a note. Because there's a difference between like, oh, yeah, you kind of sound cool singing along to the radio. And then can you actually make a song that we'll want to sing along to with you? Get that auto tune. <laughs> yeah, get that auto tune. But, and you know, honestly, everything is tuned these days. True, true. So. Now, for you, what is your main goal within music management? Uh, do you, where do you see yourself at in uh, future years to come by? What is Jessica's goal for music management or just not even management, just music as a whole? Music as a whole. And I was going through this last night, mm. which is so Well, funny. I'm glad. to See, this was the perfect timing. Because I'm still writing down my goals, oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Make sure you guys are writing down your goals. Yeah, uh, write down Happy your New goals. Year 2020. I hope everybody's uh, made it through the year safe and you're able to uh, get a start off on your goals. Go ahead, Jay. Make those vision boards. Uh, <laughs> I guess in the next couple of years, I really want to see myself... Uh, I always said I wanted to be a huge mogul within the music industry, right? But I think at this point, I just want to be a big exec that's able to bring other people up nice. in this industry and teach them the way and not hold anything back. Give every gym that I ever knew to the next person. Put them in positions, power positions, to where they can win. Because that's a lot of stuff that I really couldn't access mm-hmm. at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to be financially free. create generational wealth for my family and I know that's a big thing that we're saying now that Nipsey has passed but it's something that I've always preached about and my family's always preached about we need to make sure the family is set definitely so that's some things that I'm really looking forward to and then music industry wise going back to that Mm -hmm. you know I'd like to have a really dope uh management company with my partners that I'm working with right now to okay. where we're the people that people have to go to to get to that next level. Like, you got to call them if you want to get in contact with this person, that person. We want to be those go-to guys. Nice. And I'm glad you mentioned them because I'm about to ask you what's the website where we can check out, you know, some of the work, right you know. Give us some links so that yes. we can check the website out and, you know, find out more about you and the group. All right. So for the website, uh, it's going to be overtheworld.us. So on that site, you can see the artists that we're working with at the moment. And we also have merch on there as well. So you can pick up a couple things that you might like, whether it's hats, jackets, shirts, sweaters, just some stuff so that because we're based on the Inland Empire. So, you know, we're going to wrap where we're from to the day we die. Shout out to the IE. Yes. We are coming strong. Very much so. We're very talented out not this on, way. Not only in music, but in sports. Uh, Comedy. Sh- <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That was that was a good one. I like that one. But um, shout out to Audio Push. Who else? A uh, hit boy. Yep. I just want to give a shout out to you know IE making moves. And then uh, anybody, any other artist you know that's coming up out of the IE. Mm, you know, it's a lot of couple guys so, that actually yeah. I've been uh, really checking in with. I think they're from. Uh, Second Street, somebody had told me. Plug them. I, I don't yeah. even know their know names, their name. okay. but you know what? I ran across their Instagram and I was like, who are these little Talent. guys? Okay. So, yeah, um, damn, I need to get their stuff. Okay. Yeah. Just look out for the IE music scene. We're coming. I know everybody's big on the LA out here, but you know, IE got some time. Even the sports, you know, Corey Leonard, Bobby Wagner. Hi, you Bobby. Know, you know, so IE is coming strong. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then uh, anything outside of that website, any social media handle that you want to put out there that you want us to know or is... Yeah, okay. so for, you know, we always have a lot of them. Let me okay. get them right so I make sure that All I right, yeah, them please right. Please do, please do. For the website, we're going to do OTW underscore collection. So that's going to have a lot of the merch that you can purchase as well. And then soon we'll be putting up a lot of the artists that um, have stuff coming out and future events that we have with them as well. Instagram or you? you know. Oh, mine? Because <laughs> <laughs> the Instagram I just gave out was for that one, but the, uh, I gave out the website already. Oh, mine? Oh, mine? I mean, mine is Jesse XMW. You can follow me and then hit me up for any advice that you ever need, any questions that you have. Yeah, if you single, holla at me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. If What? No, no holla at me if you want to. You know. No, you holla at me for... Come, for... come correct or... And, you know, anything you... This is a side note. Anything... How do you feel about... This is completely off. What's up? This is completely off art or anything like that. Is Do you feel there's a certain way a guy should come at you on Instagram? I mean, you know, I've had a lot of different ways at this point. <laughs> like, I think I've had every way possible when it comes to sliding in the DMs. I've had them literally send emoji sliding, the little meme sliding. I've had them try to be like, hi, good morning, beautiful. I mean, I've just had like everything. I've had a video sent to me, like how he was trying to shoot his shot in my DM. And I was just like, it was cute. But honestly, I if I don't find you attractive in that way, what you're doing is like, uh, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> and it sounds really bad to say that. But, you know, I don't really know you. So all I can go off is the looks at that point for Instagram, and then you're not really talking about nothing. Hi, beautiful. You're saying everything that everyone else is saying. Hi, beautiful. Good morning, gorgeous. <laughs> or if I put up something, heart eyes, heart eyes, heart eyes. What about the drool emojis with the zip ties? I don't tie? like it. You don't like the you're zip ties? You're nasty already. I don't know you, sir. Do you think, uh, do you think, uh, would you rather a guy hit you in a DM or a guys leave comments under your posts? Why don't you do both? Why are you being secret? Why don't you do both? Yeah. Drop the comment first and then hit me in the DM. I might be like, oh, what's up? Okay. I might, but I might not. Okay. And it depends on my day. Uh-huh. Sometimes I don't even see DMs until it's too late and it's like, ah, I missed it. Ah. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. So make sure y'all check out our Instagram. I wanted to end this off on a serious note. You know, I hope you make more connections within the industry. Thank you. And I know that you will continue to grow within your field and do it the way you want to do it with the right people around you. Anything else you want to say? God is good. God is good. God is great. Make sure you guys check out her Instagram handles within her music management group and her by herself and the artist that she mentioned. And I hope you guys got a few gems behind the scenes on a music level. It's real serious.